Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with Helen Hartnett from uh, SVG Ventures. How's it going, Helen? Good. How are you, Ronan? I'm great, thanks. First of all, tell me a bit about your background. Uh, well, I'm originally from Ireland, um, uh, grew up in Ireland, went to college in Ireland, actually studied at the University of Limerick, um, worked in tech all my life, um, mainly in U.S. multinational companies, uh, started out with digital equipment back in 1988. Um, I had done my co-op there uh, from University of Limerick and uh, started a job there once I graduated, started as a planner. And um, did a two-year stint in digital, and uh, from there I moved to Intel. Intel were just setting up in Ireland at the time in 1990, and uh, I was there was less than 50 people there at the time. Uh, we were based in a converted garage in Palmerstown. It was a very small group. Uh, they were building the manufacturing plant in Beeslip at the time. And um, so I worked there, uh, spent about five years at Intel, and um, from there moved to AST in Limerick and also worked for a couple of years at Novell Software in Dublin. Um, from there, I moved to the U.S., actually, which is, uh, we're in the U.S. now 20 years, um, worked with Lucent Technologies, director of supply chain there, and also worked at Intuit Software. So I've worked, you know, hardware, software companies all my life. And again, as I said, U.S. multinationals. Um, after that, I actually took some time off to raise my kids. And um, once I had done that, I gradually was kind of coming back into the workforce because my husband, John, had set up the ITLG. And that was 12 years ago. And um, I started to, you know, just help out with events and stuff like that. And I gradually started to uh, help him from a work perspective. He had set up uh, SVG at the time and um, now working at SVG for uh, the last six years, uh, currently VP of Finance and Operations. Well, that's a, that's a long and varied career and you worked a lot on like, in tech, so I guess you know tech very well. Yeah, I do. I mean, um, I, I've worked in tech, as I said, all my life. Uh, I find tech very interesting. Um, you know, I've had both the hardware and the software side. My own background, uh, what I studied was business. Yeah. Um, I, I did a, my major in marketing, but I also uh, did a minor option in agribusiness, which is kind of ironic because we've kind of come full circle and we're, we're focused a lot on the whole agri-food area uh, at the moment. And uh, so, and that's a very interesting area. Um, from a tech perspective, there's a huge amount of venture capital going into agri-food and agri-tech at the moment um, because the growth in population, um, there's a huge focus on food and food production because with the growth in population and the, the, the constraints that we're facing right now, we're facing constraints on you know water supply, uh, labor shortages, there's less arable land uh, also. So we have to produce a lot more with less. So the, the huge focus is on innovation because with all the, the restrictions with the, the resources, it has to come through innovation. And so, so tech is becoming hugely important in that space. And um, I think we're certainly in there at the right time. Uh, there's, there's a huge increase in the amount of VC capital there and, uh, and funding. And there's a lot of um, 
you know, early stage companies um, that are looking for funding uh, in that space. Now, you mentioned earlier about the ILTG. Uh, how did you do your equity Silicon Valley internship and how was it conceived? So basically, it was conceived through the Global Irish Economic Forum, um, where the government brought back, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the Irish diaspora, and uh, it was a, they did a couple of sessions to, um, you know, just figure out how, how the diaspora they could leverage the diaspora, I guess. Um, and through that, those discussions, they talked about trying to create a culture of entrepreneurship in Ireland. Um, and not just, you know, at the, the latter stages in the third level, but actually bringing that back a step uh, earlier to the second level education, um, you know, and try and get kids thinking about entrepreneurship and creating their own companies and coming up with their own ideas and, and uh, solutions and technologies. Um, and not just merely think about, you know, working at these, these large tech companies, but actually why not create them and, and, and set them up? So that, that's where the idea was conceived. So then the ITLG, in, in conjunction with LIT, the Limerick Institute of Technology, um, uh, developed the, the idea for the Young Innovators event. Um, it was first run in 2014 and uh, subsequently had two uh, uh, further events, 2016, 2018. And um, it's basically a one-day event. Um, it's open to students all across Ireland. There's typically, in, in the last couple of events, we've had about 800 students participate. Yeah. Um, it's a one-day innovation challenge. Uh, the students come to Shannon Airport, is where we have held it. Um, they're in teams of 10, and um, they don't have any idea what they're going to be working on pretty much prior to the event, and that's what we want, because we want kids to come up with ideas on the day, brainstorm, work in teams, and... Um, they have to come up with solutions to, to really solve societal problems, real-world problems. We want to make it real and we want to make it relevant. Um, so they, as I said, they work in teams throughout the day. They come up with their solution. Um, they present to uh, – they all have a mentor to work with them. They present to the judges. Um, and then the top five teams are identified. And those teams have to go on stage and present to the RTE Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a, a fantastic experience for these kids. Um, you know, the Dragons are TV celebrities. They see them all the time. They see people pitch to them and to have the opportunity to go on stage and actually pitch in front of them. And, and, and pretty much a thousand people. Um, it, it's a great learning experience for them. And, um, you know, it, we're, we're very lucky to have these guys to give all of their time uh, to this event. So it's, it's a really inspiring event. And, um we also have a lot of fun built into it. There's music. We had the Limerick hurling team come and talk to the kids also. So it's, it's a it's a great learning experience for them. And uh, the event itself is just, just a great day. And I guess it's more instilling them that they can be entrepreneurs in the long term when they get older. Exactly. It's um, it's a it's a great you know to inspire them to think that you know think outside the box really and. Um, be thinking further down the road to their careers as to what they want to do. I think this kind of sparks or ignites uh, something in them that they, they, get, they get thinking about entrepreneurship and, and the possibilities. Yeah. And uh, recently you hosted uh, a, a Young Innovators from Gore Community School in Gore. How did that go? How did that come, come about? How did that go? Um, yes, the, um, the, the team from Gore, basically the Young Innovator event that I just described, the prize 
for the winning team on that day is a trip to Silicon Valley. And that's a huge attraction for a lot of kids to, to participate in the first place. Um, but the, the, the prize, the winning team this year was Gort Community School. Yeah. And um, they traveled over here, a team of 10 students and four teachers. And um, the ITLG, um, you know, covered the, the, the fund, we fundraise and we cover the cost of that entire trip. Uh, Aer Lingus are, are uh, one of our sponsors and they actually fund all of, pay for all of the flights for the team. Um, so we had a phenomenal week with them. Um, we, it was a combination of, of fun stuff and technology visits. Uh, so we had a visit to Google. Um, we basically tap on all of our Irish network over here, and um, everybody is just so willing and uh, to get to get involved and to help and support this initiative, which is fantastic. So Lorraine Tuvel is the CMO at Google, and she organised for us to take the, the um, take the kids to Google to have a tour and have their lunch. Um, we also took them to Next Door um, with a neighbourhood. Um, the company they are their CEO is Sarah Fryer, who is also Irish. Uh, she was the former CFO at Square, and Sarah hosted them. A really, really inspiring um, talk. She talked about her whole story and how she got to be CEO of Nextdoor, which was really, really, uh, you know, it was a great story for the, the kids to hear. And um, the other technology visit was to LinkedIn, and uh, we spent a whole morning at LinkedIn and um, got to talk to their uh, their learning uh, group and just, you know, they, they got really strong messages about the importance of learning and how they should learn every day and every day challenge themselves to learn something new. Um, and they did that through a ukulele lesson, uh, which, which is phenomenal. And again, they got to, you know, the tour of the campus and got to have their lunch and their breakfast and so forth. Um, so, you know, with the technology visits then, we also had some educational stuff, like we took them to the Computer History Museum and also to the Intel Museum. Um, they got to visit the Irish consulate in San Francisco. Michael Tracy met them and talked to them about the consul, uh, you know, role and what they what they do up there. Uh, they also got to go to Alcatraz. Um, they got a hop on, hop off bus tour of San Francisco, so they got to see all the sites there. Um, got lots of shopping, and uh, you know, they got to the Winchester Mystery House. And the day, the week basically culminated then, and we took them to Santa Clara University, and um, we had them work with a team of students there. Uh, we were trying to produce a video of the of the week, and um, we got the students to uh, be interviewed about their experience, which again, they were all, you know, obviously very nervous about doing that. They had been in front of the camera, um, but it was again a great learning experience for them. They did great. And, uh, you know, it went very well and we're all looking forward to seeing the, the, the outcome of the video. Um, and, you know, the, the event, it's the, the week and the whole Young Innovator event is just it's a phenomenal event. And we really had a lot of people interested in getting involved. So next, the next team will get to Facebook. Facebook have reached out to us and they want to be involved. Snapchat also and Flex. So every time we run the event, we're building in more tech visits and more companies and uh, more content that's relevant to the students. So it's um, it's, it's a really robust program, and uh, yeah, just I really just thoroughly enjoy being involved in it. And I guess to me that that's one hell of a prize because you get to go around and visit all your tech companies. It gives them an idea of of what life could be like as an entrepreneur. I want to work for one of those guys as well. 
Exactly. You know, and I think it's really eye-opening for, for these students. They, you know, they hear about the Googles and the, the, the LinkedIn's and all these large organizations, but to actually get inside uh, and visit them and see what it's like to actually, you know, work there, um, the students are, are pretty much blown away. You know, it, it really is a life-changing experience for them because, um, you know, they're back home in their, in, their, their, in their own little community, but there's a huge big world out there and uh, they just need to see what the possibilities are and where they could end up working. And uh, I think for sure, for sure, we will see some of these students uh, come back to Silicon Valley to work at some point. Yeah, because when I was at school years ago, the visit I got to go to was basically go to, to an old historical house or maybe the zoo, but nothing much more than that. And you get to go <laughs> see these tech companies. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great for that because they have an idea of what the future is going to be like for them and uh, gives, it inspires them as well. Absolutely. And, and that's what it's all about. And that's really the focus for ITLG is, you know, trying to inspire these students. I mean, the ITLG really is a great organization. Um, we've, we've, it's 12 years running now. Um, you know, three main focus areas, uh, you know, entrepreneurship obviously is one. Um, young innovators is another one. And then uh, women and technology is our third focus area. Um, and I also run a women and technology group. Um, and we have a great group of women here in the Valley. And really our focus is, you know, to, to mentor and pay it forward and, uh, and network with each other. Um, and it's been a great network. Uh, we support each other for, with, you know, for events yeah. where we have to mentor each other. And um, we get together several times a year and uh, hold different events that, you know, that are, are beneficial to everybody. And, you know, I think we never underestimate the power of the network. I think it's, it's, uh, it's been phenomenal for us in, in opening a lot of doors and for, for people moving to the Valley and new here. Uh, these organizations are just a great way to, you know, get to know people and uh, just to leverage that network then from a business perspective is just, it's, um, it's just very, very beneficial. And also, I guess, is to, is to, is to educate women that there is a role for them in, 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 in the tech space and they should come on in and work there. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have a great group, uh, just really strong, intentional women, uh, all, you know, very successful here in the Valley, very senior group. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just wonderful to be a part of it, you know. Because I remember about 30, 40 years ago, most of, of those roles, you wouldn't see women do them. They'd more or less be put in the back seat. I remember I once saw a documentary about um, World War Two and... Uh, women coders who helped develop coding in America and also later worked for NASA, they were more or less airbrushed in the background and they weren't given the, pro uh, the prominence they should have got. Whereas nowadays, yeah. they're going to be front and centre because that's where they were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those days are over, I think. Um, and I think women have certainly demonstrated their their strengths and, and, and abilities and, uh, and thankfully so, those days are over because they have so much to bring uh, to the to the workplace, and uh, they are, are continuing to do that in leaps and bounds. And uh, we have some really, really, as I said, successful women. You know. And if you all, all you got to mention is the the world's first ever programmer was Ada Lovelace. So that's a lot. One was a world's yeah. first programmer, and she can do it back eighteen hundreds. Women can do it now because they've yeah. got more opportunities. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Now, getting back to your day job, what does SVG Partners do? So, basically, the three main focus areas to what we do, um, 
corporate innovation, venture and investment, and uh, we also run an accelerator program. Um, so let me start with the accelerator. We we run an accelerator program, um, again, focused on the agri-food uh, side of the business, um, and that's focused and aimed at early seed stage companies. And we basically um, try and identify the top um you know, early stage companies in that space. We're ultimately we want to invest in them, uh, but we're trying to help them to uh, accelerate at scale. Also, um, we, uh, as I said, we we accept applications from all over the world. It's a global program, um, and we have been voted the the, the number one global agri food accelerator in the world. Um, we this la- we have just uh, in the moment we are, have our fifth cohort, um, and each cohort has uh, approximately ten companies. For our last cohort, we had about just under three hundred applications from fifty three countries. So you can just see you know how global it is. We we do a lot of uh, then due diligence on those companies, trying to identify. Um, you know, which are the most, um, you know, successful ones and the ones with the most potential. Um, we have them, we go through a process, you know, they have to submit an application, they um, submit a video, a pitch video, we narrow it down based on each step of the process, and then we ultimately end up with 10 companies. Um, and we involve our corporate partners also in that process. And those Ten companies. Then we take through our accelerator program. We we um, we invest in them and we mentor them. And uh, it's a four month program, and that culminates at the uh, we're running it at the moment. Um, culminates at the Forbes Ag Tech Summit, which takes place in Salinas every June, and um, we basically host that with Forbes. Um, and the um, companies get to pitch on stage in front of the, the entire audience down there. So it's a, it's a really great program in terms of visibility uh, to, you know, investors, to corporate partners, et cetera. And it really benefits those companies in um, in scaling and gain funding and so forth. Um, on the corporate innovation side, we basically connect our, you know, our world-leading brands with Ag tech, the AgTech innovation economy. Um, we leverage our global uh, startup network, which is about fifteen hundred startups, uh, and we help uh, you know leading corporations to drive impact through uh, innovation in, in food and ag. And we have some really um, you know high level corporate innovation partners that we work with. Uh, we work with Driscoll Berries, uh, Taylor Farms, Coca Cola. Fargo, you know, so Trimble, Verizon, Lander Lakes, we have some huge names. And um, so we have really got a phenomenal network. And um, these companies, as I said, are looking for us to help them, um, you know, connect them with these startup technologies. And um, it's, it's just been a very successful program. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, the whole ag tech space is, is exploding and um, there's, there's a huge focus on that right now. So we're very excited about it. Um, we, uh, we, we're we working with a lot of great companies and um, it, it's, it's just very rewarding to see their success also. Yeah, when it comes to venture capitalism, how do you decide what companies to invest in? How do we decide which companies? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so, so you know, going back to the accelerator, um, we invested. We mainly are investing in early stage companies, but we have some follow-on investments that we've made also. But um, we are basically uh, go through a process once we get all of those applications in for our um, accelerator program. We go through a very thorough process of vetting those companies. Um, you know, going through the research, checking out their teams, checking out their technology, their IP, and um, we also, um, as I said, we have them pitch to us. Um, we evaluate their pitches. We evaluate their team. Then we have them um, uh, submit, uh, you know, video pitches as well. We evaluate them. We talk to our corporate partners. We get their, them to uh, vet the companies. Um, so it's just it's quite a process uh, to get from 300 down to 10. Um, so it's a very thorough process. And, um, it, you know, it very much depends on uh, their technology, obviously, and um, and the team. I mean, the team is, is critical. Um, you know, you're better off having um, an A-class team and a B-class product than a B-class um, uh, team and an A-class product. You know, the team, it's all about the team and their ability to deliver. So I think that, that that's critical. So, again, you know, it's a very thorough process. And, um, as, you know, ultimately we're going to be investing our money in there, so we want to make sure it's a safe bet. Um, so we, we, we make sure we, we do our due diligence. And also, I guess, you're looking for, for companies and startups that are solving real-life problems. Exactly. I mean, we have a lot of companies um, that are, you know, we have companies that are trying to address the water issues. Then we have a lot on the robotics and AI side. I mean, we have labor issues. So that's obviously becoming um, quite a focus area as well. Uh, biotech companies, they're right across the board. You know, there's there's no one specific area. It's just all across um, ag and food. Um, so it's, it's, it's quite a variety of companies to see, which is, makes it even more interesting because there's so many great technologies out there and so many great ideas um, to solve all of these, uh, you know, problems and constraints that we're facing. Yeah, and I guess if you want to go and, and apply to, to go on your programs, where would you go and apply? You would go onto our website, um, which is um, svgventures.com, and um, we submit, it's typically, you know, an annual program that we run, um, applications through the end of the year, uh, all the dates are on the website, and um, we go through the evaluation process, you know, early in the year, and then we identify the companies, and then we run the program from, you know, um, pretty much February through June. Um, but it's an annual program, as I said, we welcome anybody to apply um, we, we have had some Irish companies um, go through our program and um, been very successful. So we would love to see some additional Irish companies um, involved also. And anything else you want to add to the podcast? Um, no, I'm just uh, delighted to be on here and uh, it's been great talking to you. And uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Thanks, you for your time. Have a great day, have a great day in uh, San Francisco. And take care. Thanks. I will. Thank you so much. Thank take you. care. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.